Welcome to uh, another episode of the Safe Word Podcast. I'm actually going to date this. It is November 18th at 12.30 here in Austin, Texas. The weather's uh, a little uh, overcast today. And uh, I have a friend visiting uh, from California on the show today, XG, uh, a.k.a. GPS, a.k.a. Tinfoil Hat, a.k.a. We Don't Smoke the Same. What else are you doing? everything everything i have done everything but i'm gonna say because this is a podcast i've never been with a chick and we've had a safe word i don't think i get crazy enough i like, you, first of all don't take the tape off the mouth and then you know hear no evil see no evil right yeah 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 safe word though but uh that's only if you're dealing with having sex with somebody through uncharted territory where they have nervousness i think looks I had a girlfriend that had no safe word, and she ended up in the hospital more than once. That wasn't even me. She explained that her previous boyfriend had put her in the hospital. You're making me think that and now... And she smiled. Oh. She giggled about it. You're making me feel bad now. You're making me feel like I'm not a gentleman. I think I should ask every girl, what's your safe word in case you're... she needs... In case we get there where she just yells out, like, what's the, weird, what's the weirdest First safe word all, you've got? First of you in? said you're a gentleman. You're a con man for <laughs> pussy. There's no gentleman. Just because you have a condom on and you're handing a girl flowers at the same time and I paid for you a gentleman. And I paid for the plan B. You play for... but uh, That's a little gentleman-like, I would say. But you go on dates, so you have an opportunity to be a gentleman. Here's the door for my lady. There we go. I got the check. I got the Uber. I hope you don't have AIDS. Sometimes. Yeah, when you say Uber, that means you're telling her to leave. Definitely. Yeah. That's not gentleman-like. Do you Uber her to the uh, this a date? Depending how hot she is. Oh, really? You have a grading system? Yeah. Oh, is there like a tier system of willing what you're willing to commit oh, like to the, this? Like the chick you saw this... This week? Yeah, with a yeah. patch over eye and a big coal sore. She gets Ubered everywhere. <laughs> she should get Ubered. <laughs> Out of town. <laughs> no, what, um, that's a lot. Well, you're, you're a single young man. Yeah. And uh, living Bachelor. in Hollywood, hanging out with. That took over you. Series. I took over your spot. You left LA and I was like, I moved right into LA. I almost, I almost got your, remember when you tried to give me that lease and I was close to taking it? Where? At my, uh, in I Austin? In, no, 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 in Hollywood. Oh, that's right. Remember you had like six months where you're like, hey, you want it? Yeah. And I was like, I almost took it, but it was during the pandemic. There wasn't a lot going on. But you are living in Hollywood. Oh, you're in Glendale. I live in Glendale right now. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Which is like 10 minutes to Hollywood yeah, without right traffic. Down the, yeah, right down the street. So how did you end up? Because uh, you just kind of showed up at the comedy store. <laughs> what was your connection there? So, was it George or Sam? or No, it must have been George. Initially. So it was, it was George. So everything started. So like I went to school for radio broadcasting, kind of doing this thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had okay. no idea. Yeah. I thought you just kind of were filling the spot when you people felt that you could do it no so, so you've been trained i had no idea yeah, so i went to school that for changes like, everything yeah i went to, well i didn't graduate i just went to school for radio broadcasting <sighs> then i figured out that radio was gone yeah i was literally taking class to be a radio broadcaster and i'm like yo this is kind of out the door so i i was like yo and i only went to do radio because i wanted to do something like rogan but mm. i knew no one was going to listen to my shit yeah unless i had some clout yeah. so i was like i'll get on the radio this is my logic i'll get on the radio get a fan base then say some crazy stupid shit. Yeah. And then get fired. 
and then start my podcast. But now I have a fan base around this radio station. That's what it's a Howard Stern yeah, business. That model. was what that was my move. And eventually I was like, well, that's not going to happen. So I literally was like, I want to start a podcast, but no one's going to listen to it. My friends don't want to hear me talk. They already tell me to shut the fuck up. So I was like, you know what? I need to get a host. I need to become like Jamie. I literally was in my head. I was like, I want to be Jamie. Yeah. Red so, Band. Yeah. I want to be Jamie. I want to be Red Band. So. My favorite podcaster is Rogan. I was been listening to him since I was eighteen. So I go down his list on who have been his. Are last... you stalking? This is the yeah, same, stalking. This is, this yeah. is what you call dating. Yeah, too. I'm, I'm being a gentleman. Process. I'm being a gentleman, gentleman. right now. Background gentleman. check. Yeah. <laughs> How long you been married? How many kids does she have? So I go down Rogan's like list, uh, and I'm trying to find out which of the, his guests live thirty miles you away just from look me. For Latino names, <laughs> you looked at last names and you saw Perez, and I'm like, I can work with this guy. So, so on the list during that, I think that two months on that list was uh, George Perez, Brendan Shobbs, and I sent them all the same email. Yeah. Hey, I'm a young kid. We're at work at a radio station. Um, I'm willing to start your podcast. I'm not asking for no money. I just want a percentage of the podcast if it makes any money. Yeah. Of course, the Mexican hit me up, wants free work. George hits me up. Yeah. George is like, hey, I'm like, I heard you on Rogan's. I think you were great. There's, there isn't a Mexican cholo podcast. I think if you start it, you can start a ball rolling. Yeah. He invites me to his house. You know him. Got beers, smoking weed. <laughs> no, I love it yeah. there. I Typical. get panic attacks going there because oh, it's yeah. all fun. And it's the first time I meet him. So this was like six, six seven years ago, and I'm, I'm there chilling. And Give he's me like, what year was that? See, I know we're... St- 2015 2015 2016 yeah okay and uh so um i'm in his living room and we're he's like well what what, what are we gonna what are we gonna name the podcast first of all didn't george yell at you for dropping n-bombs at the comedy store no never dropped an n-bomb <laughs> at the comedy he made me stop using the n-word honestly he's like yeah. I, can't, I can't defend you when you say the n-word and a black guy beats you up it's show because you deserve to get your yeah. ass beat and they that's don't what, care what neighbor you're do- yeah. from and sunset yeah you will get slapped sorry yeah. no you're good it. so then uh <laughs> So then, uh, I'm in I'm I'm in his house and we're hanging out and we're talking about creating his podcast. He's like, "How? What are we gonna name it? What are we gonna talk about? Are we yeah. gonna pull up videos? Are it gonna be reaction videos?" And we're talking and through throughout this conversation, he racks up three lines of cocaine. George says, "Blow." Yeah. What? What? When? <laughs> so, That's why he hasn't right? called me. He's busy. <laughs> so I'm there and we're talking about the podcast. Lines up three three lines of cocaine. Very nonchalant casual doesn't even ask me if i'm down it was like a cheese platter at yeah. an old lady's house and he an hors d'oeuvre for the gentleman he racks it up it's classy classy gentleman Cla- <laughs> he racks it up lines it up and then he's like does a bump does a line and then looks at me he's like you want one now uh, did you play in that uh i had already yeah i had already fucked around i had i had already done cocaine obviously yeah. and i'm like well fuck it i do a line no big deal he just went fine with your cop exactly that's exactly three years later he tells me three years later he tells me he's like if you wouldn't have done that line there wouldn't have been no george perez stories dog i was like holy shit that was my first like test and i was like well why and he's like i just didn't want someone that judged me yeah i wanted someone i party sometimes Mm -hmm. i party at on a saturday on three in the afternoon i want to do a bump and i don't Mm -hmm. want you recording being like what the fuck that's yeah yeah yeah. so i kind of got it but it went from there and then i started working for him uh obviously for like when you when you went in and went, were in George's house and looked around and saw his lifestyle and how he carries himself, did that kind of like fill in the blanks as far as conceptually of what the podcast was inevitably going to be? Oh yeah, like when yeah. I mean he he's, he's his, li- his life is I mean he's a DJ he's a DJ at a strip club during the day and yeah. does stand up at night and he doesn't need to do the DJ strip climbing he does it for material yeah to fuck around he's got the he's got the best time he has to go in at 11 which is pretty good if you party you can 11 not he's that with early the real of the real yeah i think that's part of the way he'll lose his connection with the streets if he gets out of the strip club mm-hmm. dj game i told him i was like if you stop djing yeah what are you gonna do stand up about like every other person <laughs> being at home on an air four stories yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm like you're here like he no. just keeps them alive these i mean I've been there. I mean, I, I love dropping off lunch. He'll call me. When I used to live with him, he would be like, can you drop off lunch? And you know, it sounds like a hassle, right? Like, oh, I got to drop off lunch for the homie. Am I no, that he fool? might die. Am I that fool's bitch? <laughs> no, but the best part is I show up with lunch, and guess who gets a lap dance? Who does get a lap dance? This guy. This guy. It's not even his birthday. No, George is like, and but I, I bring food for the whole all the girls. George yeah. is like, hey, can you stop by and like, get a platter or whatever, and I show up, and then instead of getting 
like a lap dance. Like, and and strippers are way more appreciative than uh, an office full of secretaries. Oh, yeah. True that. And then you know what's the best part? Oh, Xavier! Oh. That guy! Oh, you got to meet my friend. He brought me. And they know I'm with the business because they know I work with George. So they're not yeah. scamming me for money. Yeah. They're just there like, here, let me do it. I'm afraid. Yeah. He just, no one wants to get yelled at by George. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. So then I uh, started working with him for a while. And then... Um, and what episode are we at? 300? No. Probably like a... Oh, right, just, now, no, right now we're at 330. Because I just got a, a you Facebook were, You were the first reminder. guest. Now I that was, I remember. Wow. I was number one, yeah. Damn, I've known you don't know. Yeah, you were number one. Yeah. First episode, GPS. Go check, check it out. It out. It's yeah. a good episode. I think... Uh, and then I was in episode 200, I, and the, which was next week. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, I got a Facebook reminder because we, we did it at the strip club during we COVID. Did. We did it at the strip club I during COVID. I almost had a panic attack because I was worried about stepping on some guy's shoes on the way to the bathroom. Did you see me? You you were there when I smoked Tweak on stage. Yes, I was there when you smoked <laughs> Tweak on stage. It was crazy. Dude, were I Were you sick? Huh? You, Xavier, and it's documented, you smoked crystal meth on stage at a strip club during COVID. So let me let me give you guys the rundown. I don't know if the pipe was clean. Dude, so let me give you guys the rundown. It's episode 1999. Yeah. We're going to promote the show. Tickets yeah. are about to go on sale. And you know how it's the end of the show. All right, guys. Well, uh, this is the end of the episode. Don't forget, we got tickets for sale at georgeperez.com. And then Eddie says, and then Eddie ends the show with, <laughs> if we sell out by tomorrow, yeah. XG Smokes Conte on stage. Yeah. I I didn't even edit it out because I didn't think we were going to sell out. I'm like, fuck it. Run it. <laughs> he sell kept reminding up. you, too. He goes, we're almost sold out. And you're like, fuck. It sells out. You don't even like the stuff. I've never done it. <laughs> I'd never done tweak. Never done never done none of that. That's like homie shit. Like I grew up that's like in the eighties, nineties. I'm like more cocaine, ecstasy Molly. So I'm there and I'm like And get keep in mind, nothing's open in California. You nothing. guys have a sold out show at a strip club with a lineup. Everyone's I got a video, everyone's in line with the mask stuff and they're waving and shit. Uh honestly, I really wanna uh I wanna uh because it's like George and Eddie, you put a camera on those guys, and it's immediately showtime. You can always count on them. I just really want to find this. Red Band was there as well. So. That's mid-COVID. Fuck something. He's so crazy. He should be your next guest on here. That motherfucker is crazy, side dick Eddie. But he's free range. Oh, yeah. The fact that he can get behind the mic and talk, Eddie is just on it. He's always Eddie. Oh, always Eddie. We'll I've never always seen him be in a bad Eddie. mood. Even nah. when he should have uh, been. When, no, I'm, when we're running low on cocaine, sometimes yeah. he, got a little, he gets a little fissy and a little, fissy, yeah. little hissy fit. But he's fine, though. Just just call the dealer, get yeah. an another eight ball. We'll be fine. <laughs> Feed the bear some honey. <laughs> No, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, no. I, I love uh, hanging out with those guys. That's the best. You're about my fifth favorite. Oh, all, oh, great. Thanks. The, Thanks. The Appreciate people, that. Uh, uh, fifth Mexican that you like. Nice. Who's, who's, <laughs> who are some of your favorite people? Because you've seen them come and go. So, I mean... And Is there somebody that you... They have here's a full circle. nothing in common with you that all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I like... This is an interesting personality. Because you're in the mix of the most broad range of people I mean, constantly i'll be honest with you you're one of the people that i never thought we'd hang out with like when i see george with you every, and everyone tells me he's like how is a fucking golf guy wearing all black hanging out with the chola wearing a pendleton and air force ones and russell it, peters yeah i mean that's what connected you yeah. but you're one of the people where like people ask me like your friends because people would come over to george's house to look at me when i was there <laughs> <laughs> the best is when you do his shows and they don't expect this white boy because it's all gangsters you've done his shows yeah. and there was all cholos and shit yeah no but you're definitely you're you're i mean honestly you're one probably one of the like my homies were like i mean you spent the night in my house i, I woke up to i woke up to death metal in the living room everybody does it's my <laughs> alarm clock it's something that gets me smiling oh, out of bed but let's yeah. not for that before we end that uh he also left something you also didn't flush the toilet when you left my house the last really? time. Yeah. Left there was me a, little, a log? Yep, little log. I was like, oh, Jason's gone. And then you really weren't gone. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I wanted to leave you a fruit basket 
but I ate it. Oh, uh, yeah. And I don't want to leave empty handed. It looked like a brown banana ended up being. I've uh, ruined a lot of toilets and bathtubs. I bet. Ask Sam. Ask Do you know how many times I've shit in his bathtub? When we did you're... the Monsters of Comedy tour, I took 18 dumps in the tub over the course of 32 days. Not in my room, by and the way. Do you stomp it down? No, 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 no. Listen, there's an art to this. There's an art to this. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll do, what I did on the tour, Sam will verify this, is when they were out, I would go to the front desk, get their hotel room keys, go into their rooms, shit in all their bathtubs, unscrew the light bulbs, and you know me with the heat. Oh, you're the fucking weird. I turned the heat up so it was just a log fire in there it smelled like hot diarrhea as soon as you open the door because they, the, they couldn't turn on the lights and <laughs> the bathtub and then the bathroom light comes on and then uh, uh patrick puked into the bathtub on my shit isn't that weird yeah a little weird mm. and uh no consequences no no the card uh it wasn't on my credit card the rooms weren't on my card oh. so i wasn't liable there we go but no no consequences for the homie Cause that's homie court. Like I do that to George. There's gonna be some consequences, even if it's like Yo. all those guys were terrified to have. This is day one. I started this, so they didn't want it to escalate. So they just looked at this as an occupational hazard. <laughs> We've never been on the road. I didn't complain at all about anything, but we did make it through uh, literally 14 years ago, I think. So this fucking 13. so this you so you. Putting the heat up at hotels is that's real common for you because you've done that to me and George. All the time. Horrible. Yeah. And Fowler. I'm sure you remember that day in Fowler. And Fowler, we had one, two, three, four, what, like five guys? Five guys in two in a in a, in a two, bed, two bedroom hotel. Yeah, I slept in the chair. We partied. One guy weighs three hundred pounds. Yeah. Alone. Big, and no one was healthy. We got a retard with us. We had a retard guy <laughs> with us. Didn't he try to hang himself in the uh, yeah, hallway? We, yeah. <laughs> and um So we yeah. do Fowler. We do Fowler, and, but, but Jason doesn't drink. know. I don't drink. Yeah, and Jason doesn't know. I mean, I'm sure you remember, that was my first show ever. That's right. That was my first show. It was a show. long drive to bomb. Yeah, a long drive to bomb. I, I don't think I had a great show either. Yeah. It, it was, was fun. It was. So we go to Fowler, and if anyone who doesn't know, it's by Bakersfield, in the middle of the fucking nowhere. It's a fucking quinceanera venue. Remember how lame the venue was? It's a quinceanera venue. A quinceanera. 15. Uh, sweet 16 in Mexican Spanish. Oh, I didn't know they had actual halls for kids' birthday parties, like yeah. Chuck E. Cheese for Mexicans. Yeah, and you run out the hall, and your uh, fucking kids come in. You know that little dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, that's a quinceanera. The dresses so, are awful. It's a little over. Real pricey, too, by the way. Yeah. So that's a quinceanera, and I, that felt like a quinceanera hall. Like, it's just a hall for, like... Yes. Yeah. They made it into comedy. Remember, it was a, it was an open... It was a, a talent show before we went up. Oh, yeah, it was insane. It, <laughs> it was looked rappers, like it was made yeah. up. It looked like it was made up. And we show up to Fowler, and uh, it's... Everyone's not, coked out. Everyone's coked out. We're coked out. Everyone's coked out. And um, we do the show. It's <laughs> no big deal. We do all right. George kills. Everyone does their thing. Uh, and then, we're like, we, like Jason says, we're all coked out, and we're drinking. Jason doesn't drink, so we're drinking. And uh, we go to the hotel, and George is like, all right. Let's go to sleep. We're going to wake up early and get the fuck out of here because nobody wants to be in the city, but we can't drive because we've been drinking. So we fuck, and Jason can't drive at all. Never. <laughs> never driven. Yeah, so that wasn't an option. So we're there, and uh, we fall asleep. And I wake up to George <laughs> saying, what the fuck? Who the fuck did this? And then somebody on the floor goes, oh, 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 I can't breathe. And he sits up. <gasps> Everyone's soaking wet. I was in the chair with my shirt off, with my eyes open, waiting for you guys to wake up. I was soaked, waiting. I'm like, please wake up. I'm going to have a stroke. So we wake... 150 in the room. Yeah. And like Jason's toughing it out. He's To him, it's like a sauna. Like he's yeah, just I'm relaxed. Yeah. I'm zen, right? I'm trying to... We're hungover. Water's pouring off my nose. Yeah. We're hungover, coked out. <laughs> There's no water to be seen. And those waters are worth 10 bucks if you're willing to drink them. Yeah. And uh, George is just pissed. He thinks I did it. <laughs> he doesn't know who did it. Jason's laughing in his evil... Well, he didn't think anyone would do that on purpose. Yeah. He said somebody mistakenly switched it left when they should have gone right, but I turned everything up full blast. Yeah. We you woke... guys were cooking for about three hours. Yeah, we woke up at like... He was he was so upset. Everyone was dying. <laughs> they, we were all dying. So it's your thing. You ruin... it. Is that the... What's... I mean... Once everyone's quiet, is my time to work. And if you're in my area of business, which is the night, you're going to get Dracula. 
Do the cat. <laughs> whiskers. <laughs> People still ask me about that from the podcast. Oh, dude, that's the best. It's they the whiskers. Stop, they stopped me in the streets. and uh, But now you uh, you did a show last night. Uh, okay, so you... Tinfoil hat. What do you think? I mean, I mean, I know I'm not great, but you've seen the difference. A little better, right? Yeah, you're facing the stage. There we go. There we you go. That, yeah. Wait, so, uh... Are but you you're you're on a specific trajectory because all your stand up you're doing is uh, uh, around the podcasts that you're doing. Yeah, you're not booking your own shows outside of that. Nope. Probably don't have time. Don't, yeah, honestly, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. time I and think. so I got like three shows. Yeah, blessed with these guys bringing me on. And uh, but I gotta ask you: Are you a conspiracy theorist? Since you came to our show, you did come to Tinfoil Hat Podcast, did you? I don't have a choice by association. <laughs> I have, but you guys talk, it's, there's so much information coming out. I have my ideas and uh, concerns about the world. And I'm sure, it's not a question of whether or not the conspiracy is right or wrong. It's what are we going to do with this information? How are we going to apply this to a future which we don't do none of that no you guys i agree we do I have anxiety <laughs> yeah we do tell you the problem but there's never a solution it's Sam not like sleeps with his eyes open because the government's coming for him <laughs> he's gonna get mo he's gonna be shot like john lennon Dude, we've established that cia shows up to our events for sure for sure like for there's sure. one cia agent fbi agent looking it at eddie bravo looking at sam just waiting for these guys to roofie them yeah, because you guys have got a live uh, People are actually paying ticket. That show was sold out. Sold out to hear these to big hear jokes maniacs. talking about conspiracies. Maniacs. You guys look like you're throwing rocks at the sun. <laughs> it's crazy. I get it. And more power to you. I don't have that energy. Uh, I think, um, you know, fuck, what's going to happen? <laughs> what is going to happen? Like, this is the closest, I think... Look, from a, a guy sitting in the stands watching the world, uh, maybe the closest time in my life that we've been potentially on the route to a third world war. I think we're pretty close. And it seems but, like they want it. It sounds weird when they say well, they, who's they, but like it don't seem like anyone's trying to not go to war. Because the guys like Sam is causing these problems. If he just shut his mouth, take his number and stand in line... We won't have these apocalyptic problems. The problem is people are saying too much on the internet and the government's becoming, look, it's not even government. See, now you got me on board. Well, you're what? It's, uh, it's not even, it can't be government. It is government. But there's something behind government. Oh, yeah. Well, like now, Canada. What do you think about Canada's government? Uh, put like, it this way, I'll be applying for citizenship next year. That's that's what I think. There we go. Yeah, that's how bad that is. And eventually, it's gonna. We for people like Sam, it will get here eventually. It's gonna get here anyways. But that little pushing okay. back is good. Can we? Uh, can we? How would you look? Driving from Canada over to catch a flight in Detroit, my internet completely changed. As far as information, sounds like China. That yeah, sounds like China. It's, it sounds like it's it, China. Yeah. And I was like, blown away. I never thought I would see the uh, allowed to censor information in the Canada. But well, it comes down to this prime minister. Like, what would you think if um, your podcast, Safe Word, wasn't allowed on? This like, is the whole point. I got a green card. The whole reason is that if the F First Amendment is the whole reason that I'm here is as long as I can kick and scream, I have a chance in this place so the best place the most freedoms would probably be austin texas <laughs> in a comedy boom with a bunch of cage fighters and musicians and hippies tech nerds i don't really see a better life in freedom than there is here i guess i mean you guys have open carry yeah. The only not the only non freedom, and I know you guys don't even give a fuck because I I enjoyed what? your guys' weed yesterday, but it's the weed law. Oh, for sure. That for, that's the only freedom where as a, as a stoner, I'm like, yo, can we just get rid of that? But everyone says in Austin, you're fine. Everyone's like, yo, you're fine in Austin, but it, it does get sketchy. You know, like, I those, do enjoy the uh, the the illegalness. Illegal, uh, uh, yeah, because you're a rebel. But I don't want to look. Dispensaries are uh, most of them are scams. Agree. And, tax, uh, taxation yeah and all that there's so many people with their finger in the soup look if you know a guy who knows a guy you got a guy 
See, but okay, so I'm gonna tell you this: you should get citizenship because oh, they can't. can never take that away from you. Your residency, they can take that. Well, bye this, bye. You oh. fuck up. You fuck up, and you and they don't like what you did. You hit your wife. Oh yeah, for sure. What do you think I quit drinking for? Because I want to hit my wife. <laughs> I'm a hit my wife kind of guy. <laughs> I would be in the laundromat with what type park. With, with what type of alcohol? All alcohol. Oh no, white rum. White rum is a uh, yeah. I'd always lose the plot. White rum, <laughs> for whatever reason. In fact, I expressed that that to my mother that I had had I had some pretty bad drinking experiences. And she goes, "What were you drinking?" I go, "Rum and Coke." She goes, "What color was the rum?" And I go, "White rum." She goes, "Yeah, your old man used to bug out on that shit." So, oh shit, it's it's uh, probably something inherited through a family tree that certain types of alcohol but i never really enjoyed uh i prefer a, a single glass of wine over uh 12 beers and a 26er southern comfort which was kind of like the weekend uh you were, friday you were, saturday you were southern comfort dude i had for some for reason while. i feel like you were a jaeger dude i don't know I why did, only because slayer was drinking it and uh uh Look, I'll tell you what I am not. Tequila and Fireball guy. Oh, that's trash. Well, fire, tequila's good, but Fireball, anyone who drinks Fireball or that Screwball whiskey, I don't give a fuck what it is. You're asking, it's just... Whiskey pig is, uh, rye whiskey's great. There I smell go. the bottle, and they have a delicious maple syrup, by the way. And they age the, uh, they put the maple syrup in old whiskey barrels and to give it a, a whiskey taste to Ooh, it. That sounds good, actually. Yeah. What is your drink of choice? margaritas margaritas on the rocks please really no <laughs> uh just beer i love a margarita i'm a beer dude and uh jack and coke how Real come you're simple. not fat do you exercise yeah i'm what like you aren't doing? you fat huh yeah but i don't drink beer your your alcohol consumption your is high it's high yeah but, also, but you got no oh you, are you doing no cardio no, no. or nothing no i just um straight lifting okay just lift i don't i've been i don't have insurance no neither do i so it's a thing why i don't do jujitsu because everyone's yeah. asking me, like, yo, and you got Eddie Bravo on you. Yeah. Why don't, and I just don't have insurance, and insurance ain't cheap. And yeah. I already have a torn ACL. What's a, what's a, clearly you've looked into what a year of health insurance for somebody like yourself. What is that? It's like 100, 200 bucks a month. 200 bucks a month. That's a lot. So, yeah. To not get hurt? Yeah. Like to, if, I don't mind paying 200 bucks a month if I'm snowboarding. Yeah. If I'm doing dangerous shit. Because yeah. obviously it's bound to happen. But if but I'm just chilling and I'm at the all, house. You're around weed. murderers all the time. You don't, you've gotten uh, more relaxed because you're, the people you're associated with, well, they'll strangle you to death. Yeah. Is Sam doing jujitsu with doing a beer gut? Dude, he's doing jujitsu with a beer Does gut. Does he wear a onesie? Like yeah, they, they call the gi. Yeah, he, he wears the gi. Fuck. With a fanny pack. Yeah. He's the only guy on the mat with <laughs> leg warmers and a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, they got him doing jujitsu. Yeah, they should. Have you tried it? No. The same reason that you had brought it up. I've got screws and plates in this arm, and if I hyperextend that again, it's just a thing. Yet, I'll jump a car on a BMX, no problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I know where my skill set is. There we go. But yeah, I'm... Uh, I take risks to a certain degree. I was going to skate a little bit, yet I really wanted to get a motorcycle when I was here. And then I saw how many people drink and drive. Yeah, no. And I was like, no way. Yeah, I uh, I lived in a, like a desert area growing up, so I used to ride dirt bikes. So I oh, yeah. to, and I loved riding dirt bikes. Yeah. But that's just you on the dirt. Yeah. If you fuck up, you fuck up. Yeah. On the street, Samantha yeah. could be texting and driving, and you could be the perfect driver, and she can kill you. To me, I got to get anyone that buys a bike. I'm like, you buy a bike. I saw a guy get sideswiped by a rig and it opened up his calf like fully. Did you see that one? No, There's but. a few that circle. Ah. Yeah. And it's, uh, I was really, I had picked out a motorcycle that I thought. And then the more I was in the city, I realized this is not good. I don't even like racing those. I've never been scooters. on one. The scooters. I've never been. Have you been on one? They're dangerous. Have you been on one? Yeah, I've been on one. Jesus. Yeah, they're they're not they're not they shouldn't be going that fast. Like you, and then no helmet needed. No, if you can't, I think if you can't physically move as quickly as the vehicle you're in, you shouldn't be going. That's why I don't drive either. I have a, a maybe there's some sort of um uh um oh fuck I wish I knew how to read. 
Manual? What are you thinking? No, like uh, I've been thrown off over off skateboards and bicycles, but I knew in a car wreck the odds of survival from an impact at that speed is minimal. Like if you were tied to a front of a car and you bumped into a wall at 20 you're, miles an hour, you're, you're done. So I was pitching myself on the front of whatever I, the philosophy of uh, philosophy. Yeah. People are just turning off this show right now. They go, maybe learn a vowel. <laughs> Buy a vowel. Did you go to school? No. No, no school? No school. No For kid. real? No, fuck. Yeah, I, I wouldn't judge you. <laughs> this is yeah. the worst time of my life. No, I went to uh, just community college. Dropped out. I, I got a scholarship to a college, and then I was asked to leave. They tried to kick me How out. How long were you there? Three months. That's good enough. Uh, no, I ended up finishing up the year after kind of apologizing for being disruptive in comedy school oh you went there's a comedy school well let me explain uh i this is where i met Giannis. that's how me and Giannis became friends in 99 there was a uh, a program invented um that embodied all of the aspects of comedy and writing and performing so you'd spend a week learning mask commedia della arte so you'd put on these themed masks and you'd have to become the character clown uh commercial acting sitcom screenplay the whole writing. works yeah it seems yeah very intensive program for an entire year and um i was never a very studious person sitting like this is a i have to lock into sitting still and having this kind of conversation so sitting in a classroom all the shit i was doing when i was a kid started to resurfacing and i started to uh bring chaos to order <laughs> by just being me and um inevitably a at the end of the year i had a call from lauren michaels's office to ask me to come to new york so I almost got kicked out of idiot school to have Lauren Michaels ask me to come and be an idiot. That's not bad. Um, yeah, it's a weird business. So, uh, so I got to ask you. I mean, did I you... get Saturday Night Live? No, that's why we're here in a one bedroom. It didn't go. No, no, it went great. In fact, it was a matter of the curse that I've had in my career was, we love you, but we don't know what to do with you, and that's why I hate white people. <laughs> They never know what to do with me. That's their excuse. No, that that's a cop out because they're like, like if you're black, if you're black in this oh. dark, if you're black in this dark and you walked around like all black on black and you said jokes that you said, I think you'd be on Netflix. Two oh, specials, yeah. three in. Uh, uh, a microphone tattoo. If I look like a, uh, a SoundCloud rapper, yet uh, with those jokes, well, you'd T murder. Ti. He did stand, stand up. He did try. I mean, I don't know if no, he tried. No, I think but he's still doing it. Like, yeah, I think he's actually pursuing it. Have you? Did you? See, he performed in Austin, right? Uh, I think I saw a post, but I'm yeah. I'm definitely. Uh, I want to get a, you know, Yellow Wolf, right? Yeah, Yellow Wolf. Yeah, of course. I want to do some shows with Yellow. Wolf, That would be I dope because that's a, that's that seems like a little. I think that'd be a crossover. Yeah, I'll have to have something specifically for that audience. So but. then I gotta ask you. So you did the school. That's cool, yeah. right? And then you're talking. We're talking about Ti doing stand-up mm. he's a rapper wants to do stand-up yeah. no big deal go ahead what do you think about and they're pretty popular right now out in la comedy classes comedy like can you teach comedy because that's why you you took a class like that can it's, ti learn comedy do you just get it is he does he the the bottom the the thing behind this all is to stop procrastination so if you needed to go do a week-long comedy program and you realize by the third day that you've uh, maybe wasted your money or made a mistake or uh, brought in a whole new problems that you uh, need to address. And the realization that maybe that the school is not going to really help me excel in this field and having the revelation of having to go in and do it. Day by day by day. The practice, practice, practice. Opposed to finding, oh, I found a cheat code. There's no cheat codes. Yeah. And um, whatever gets you up to first base. I always say, like, like if you're going to do a program, um, which is, I was in a, 
a week-long comedy program with me and Seth Rogen. We started out together in, yeah. in Vancouver. So I'd moved to Vancouver in 93 to pursue comedy. And uh, when I got there... Um, you know, I was born in 93, just so you know. You were born in 93? Yeah, so you started stand-up when I was born. That makes uh, me, I started yeah. comedy uh, in 96. Okay. It took me a minute there, but that's wild. I was a terrorist <laughs> in the early 90s. It was bad. But this move to Vancouver... With Seth Rogen, okay. Because then... it was uh, Hollywood North... X-Files was being filmed in Vancouver. All these hit TV shows that were traditionally shot in L.A. and New York, the West Coast of Canada was having a huge film boom. Hollywood North, blah, blah, blah. All these celebrities would come up yeah. there. It's a, from L.A. to Vancouver, you're sleeping right, in bed yeah. every night. It's just up the street. So I mean, my friends were like, fuck, I... I think we're going to go to... Because you can't go to the States and just start working. So Hollywood North, sounds like Hollywood to me. Let's get closer to that. So moving out to Vancouver, winning around, trying to find a comedy club and what do I do? And seeing a, a little thing saying comedy program, blah, blah, blah. I think it was a couple hundred dollars or something like that. But the the main thing that was key in that was that at the end of that, there would be a showcase which meant I had a date to to go up and do this. And like I said, I moved to Vancouver in 93, spring of 93. I didn't get on stage until summer of 96. So I spent that whole time procrastinating and just kind of in myself until I started to get in that and being around like-minded people that were actually trying to chase it. So after that first performance, I was gone. Uh, like I, I was gone. I, I kind of get what you mean because most people diss those comedy classes. But you're right. If it gets you to the first one yeah. and gets you in a stage, because, I mean, it's hard. If you're not a comic, you're not going to get no crowd. No. So you're going to go to open mics that are shitty. So you're right. Yeah. I would. Tr and, and if you do good, that's a nice, like. Yes. And that's what happened. The and you're like, hell shows, yeah. Because those people were your, those, those other people that were in the class, right? I'm assuming a lot of people in the class, friends. It, it would, we would bring up the people that were in the program uh, would invite their, Seth's grandparents used to come to the shows as he'd make reference to my grandma and grandpa are here it was funny he had a corn shirt and little dreadlocks i gotta how did you Ooh. how was your i mean do you remember like your first premise because your your shit i mean it's very i'm sure you weren't doing what you do now obviously but like do you remember it was it clean where did you still go dirty yeah it was always crass you know i was i kind of grew up in a downtown skate park in my hometown so it was everything was crass or it wasn't funny so yeah I uh, I brought a lot of that my party antic antics to the stage. So yeah, it was dirty. I talked about oh my heart beating in my chest while I was having sex with this woman, and I didn't realize until at the end that she had kids because it wasn't my heart that was pounding; it was the kids hitting me on the back. Get off my mom! You're hurting her. So that was one of my earlier. I can't believe I just remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that, hey, that's yeah. what I said. That's so you. It's been that. Yeah, it's yeah, been that terrible. stand up the whole way. Yeah, yeah. it's not like because you've seen people change. I've seen people go from like I'm not gonna say names, but you also super clean cut yeah. to like dirty because they see dirty's working. Yeah. Then they'll go to clean again because they see Netflix no. is clean. You've been Jason consistent. Rouse since Jason consistent. Rouse. Consistent. I think. Uh, that trip to Vancouver gave my life a hard turn in the right direction. It allowed me to grow and do things outside of the uh, the old neighborhood. Have you ever, because I'm sure you've been told or been paid, you've done a clean set, right? Some yeah. Been, yeah. How, did, how, that, how do you work I, that out? Because I've seen, George just did Fluffy. And mm. that's, George ain't doing his coke, uh, Joe. So he, no. you have to like... Go for the crowd. Still killed. But I'm sure, like, how do you go? Like, when was the first time you are like, oh. I just don't buy tickets to my show if you don't know who I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not my fault. I'm not trying to trick anybody. No, but you've never been asked by a comic, but like, you know how you get he, asked by Russell Peter? You got to be a little, like, Russell's he don't never, give a fuck. You're right. Ever, ever, ever. In fact, I remember in Richmond, Virginia, the manager of the club came in and said, we had 100 complaints. And he goes, this weekend? And he goes, Tonight. Now I smashed it, and there. You knew it was you. Was, you know, you know the complaints were kind of from you. Oh no, he was pointing at me. <laughs> he was pointing at me, and Russell and Russell Russell's goes. Like, Russell's like, what are you? What are we? What are you telling me? It's sold out. Who they, cares? Yeah. You're packed. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I think he thought that Russell was going to curse me out for 
disrupting disturbing the peace but that's Russell knows what I do yeah I he's never uh, yeah it's, it's just I'm like because I've gone in diplomat like should I he goes let it rip he go, he'll, he'll in fact I seen him he'll pull the staff and the comics make him stand and go watch these people lose it lose it I've seen lose you do, do like I mean I've seen you do stand up and you walk people out and you love walking I've seen where I'm I like I do good too oh you I do have great shows no you do great shows yeah. they, I'm, not, I'm not saying that but it's that it's that girlfriend yeah. they don't know who you are this guy brings his bo- <laughs> this guy brings his girlfriend with him he loves Jason girlfriend's Let's never heard go yeah girls never heard of Jason Jason starts doing no. his material and you can just see the and the boyfriend's dying the you funny thing why? is the boyfriend's dying the it, girlfriends are it because I'm diminishing the the sexuality in the room so any girl that comes in there with her thumb up her own ass and a smile because she's been treated as a princess because she's an attractive woman or some fat cunt with blue hair who's clearly got a picket sign, a blank picket sign in her hand, who's already anti- I don't know. Super anti-abortion and she's never even been laid. What all, all of it. Whatever she's going to write down on that sign. But then the other girl who's super hot and and sexy and all of a sudden... The smell of her perfume and her beauty is not relevant in the situation. She still has to be a star wherever she is. Not in Fucktown. Okay? Everybody gets shit in their pussy. Everybody gets shit and their <laughs> pussy. And that's that's the most inclusive. I'm just trying to make you smile, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody does get shit in the pussy. If you got a pussy, there's shit's been in it. Hey, we, everybody went to Gallagher and they sat in the front row when he started smashing watermelons. No one got upset. They brought plastic and they went on with their day. Yeah. Bring plastic. Yeah, splash like, if you've never if you've never seen Jason Rouse and you're thinking like, what am I going for? Look up Gigi Allen and then it's not <laughs> it's not that bad, but you're in that category. He's definitely one of my comedy influences. Oh yeah, I, you, you you introduced me to him. I didn't know who, who he was and then you pulled me videos and I had to watch the documentary. And if you guys don't know who he is, well, like he's... His movie, they're doing a biopic on him and I'm I'm going to uh, audition. Oh yeah? yeah you I should, wa- yeah. I want to play... Gigi Allen, I think I could do it. You, you definitely can do it. I, I can see I start you drinking again. I can see you reenacting the time where he took sh- takes a shit and throws it on stage. Dude, I can, you could do that. I was doing that one take in break eighty seven. <laughs> I, you know, I never used a, a a toilet for over a year. I'd made a pact with myself and my friends that I would not. You're lying use a about toilet. this. No, I used to put newspaper down in my kitchen and shit on the floor. Giannis told the story. Because I'd tell people, they, they thought I had a dog. And I'd have parties, and they go, there's some dogs. Your dog pooped in the kitchen. I'm like, I don't have a dog. <laughs> and there'd be log jams all over the place. Oh, yeah, that's where the bathtub dumps originally started. I, I would shit anywhere except in a public well, Okay, a so when was the last time? They took a shit outside? Yeah, that you, that you were like, it's been a while. I mean, it, for, uh, it's funny how you said that because I couldn't think of a date. I looked at it as like an attack on yeah. me. Like, what do you mean? You don't got the old grease gun anymore, yeah. old man? Come on. Can't We're hanging out today. Up. We're hanging out today. I, I can put you in the green room before Sam gets there. Can you remind him who's in town? When I come back, I'll do it in front of you and Side Dick because I know that Side Dick will just laugh too. Oh, dude, Side Dick will send it to his kids. Dude, I'll get on all fours in front of, uh, uh, what's the strip club called? Uh, uh, TJ Showgirls. TJ Showgirls. And City of Staten. Uh, during the daytime, go hit up George Perez. I'll sit. I'll get on all fours like a dirt bike. You sit on my back, and I'll rooster tail a parked car in the parking lot. But you got to make the motorcycle noise. When no, but for real, when's Andy? the last time you did it? I know you remember. You got to remember Who the last time. was on the road? Who knows? All right, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. A, I am the log father. You can buy log father shirts on uh, my website, by the way. I'm, I'm gonna give you an insider. An insider tip. Mm. You know the retard we talk about. The homie, the retard. I don't know. I just don't want to say his name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. George's friend. You're the strip club regular. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's also kind of a fucking psycho crazy person. Yeah. So you know what his thing is? He goes to hotels, and when he goes to hotels, he used to have a dog with him or a cat. Cause and he gets the pet with the pet. Yeah, pays for the pet deposit, and 
not only does his dog take a shit on the floor, so does he. And he paid for the pet deposit, no. so it's okay. <laughs> Wild. I thought smoking in your room with a deposit. No. And Wild. You're, and you're just gonna. And it's funny because you would see a dog shit, yeah, and then you see human shit. So you're looking well, at it like <laughs> the human shit's the one with the McDonald's napkins next to it. And this motherfucker, like one time I was leaving. I got a hotel with him, and he brought his dog with us. And I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to start packing. I'm going to head to the car. He's like, all right, head to the car. I got to do something. So like, what are you doing? He's like, I paid, I paid for the pet deposit. I'm like, and what, fool? He's like, I'm going to take a shit and take a piss on the carpet. That's a mental health <laughs> issue. I'm an artist. That's a, I do it. I publicly paint where he's doing it behind closed doors. <laughs> to, to, for no, for house, that's what, to me, I was like, that's rude. Now you're just making some made. Yeah. Housemaid pick up human shit because you paid for the pet deposit. Yeah, the the cleaning industry is a very unappreciated group of people, but they must have stories. That, stuff like your story, bodies. you don't think there's a girl that walks says, "Dude, I walked into this. To- I walked into this hotel. Not only was there throw up, some guy took a shit in the tub. Oh no, because it's, it's not on my credit card. So yeah, whoever's but, card's got to clean it. No, I get that, but that lady, that lady that cleaned it, tells this story to her friends. Oh no, no. Because I would never put the cleaning lady in that position. I would put one of my good friends in that position by having him legally liable through his credit card. They don't even know I was in the room. I know, but who cleans it? The guy who owns the credit card has to push the shit down into the drain. They don't make the. They don't make the. They don't make the maid do it. No, because you'd probably get a fine. See, your buddy's MacGyvering it with double dog shit in it, but. Six of those dumps are his, where they know the guy who shit in the bathtub is an animal. Okay. So someone's going to pay. So and ne- it ain't going to be me. That's what I'm telling you. Next time, just pay for the pet deposit. I give you an insider tip. Pay for the pet deposit. Now you can just say the dog took a shit in the tub. It just feels weird to me. I feel like I'm using the system. There's no fun in that. I like the adventure of it. But speaking of shit... Um, What's happening? You're in town. You have no shows. No shows. We're actually just here hanging out with. Uh, we just did. Yeah, we did Vulcan, which is great. Thanks for everybody who came out. In we'll Austin. go to Creek and Cave and 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 uh, see uh, the Filthy Show at Let's eleven. Do that. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, uh, you know. Sam's going up at the store, so at the, at the mothership. So I'm gonna try to you know yeah. creep in for a little bit. And then uh, Eddie Bravo's got some jujitsu party thing. Okay. So he's got his whole tenth planet, all that nice. somewhere over there. But yeah, we're here for the night, so we're just gonna hang out, go fucking chase tail. And we are in uh, what month? November, December. Okay, I'll see you uh, late February for GPS. Nice. You coming? You coming in for? I'm gonna come in. I think me and Yoshi or something might come up to Orange County. Yes, there we go. It'll be good. Um, Yo- Yoshi's a maniac. He's the best, dude. I can't believe that he fucking. He's a trial. Bu- he's a test bunny, or what, what does he do? He called me from the hospital today, from the institution. What did he take this time? Uh he never tells me what he takes, but he's. I go with side effects. He goes, yeah. So he said his skin. Was uh, changed color for a while. And get, talking, it, no drugs, no drinking. It pays well though. Oh yeah, that's how he's been surviving. It the pays. Last 10 when years. I when I when I when I asked him how much they paid him, and he told me like yeah, five it, grand, eight yeah, grand, yeah, it, yeah, a couple of those. I thought it, I thought it was maybe a couple hundred. I was like, mm. why are you risking your life for a couple hundred or side effects? But for five six grand to not work at McDonald's, Yoshi had a vasectomy when he was thirteen years old. No, I'm kidding. But he was really young when he had it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Yoshi will be in town. Um, what do you got coming up? Uh, fuck, just tinfoil hat. I got a couple shows with Sam Tripley, so you can go go get those at samtripley.com. And then uh, with George Press, we got a couple shows in yeah. LA, like always. Is it really three podcasts or four that you? It's actually four. I also work with Willie Barcena. Nice. I produce his podcast on the side. Excellent. Yeah, so Willie Barcena is a Willie. great comic. Yeah, he's he's on a whole different level. But very underrated. Yeah, very underrated. For the yeah, he should be for not having like a Netflix special and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's underrated. But he's he write he's a he's one of those guys that writes a lot. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He's a yeah he sits there and I, I've seen him like very dedicated. Goes to his craft. You know how some comics. But that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. He's from a school of that. That was. That's what you did. He has flashcards. And he yeah. still looks at his flashcards before he goes up on stage, which is like very rare now because I don't see no flashcards. And mm-hmm. he goes over them real quick yeah. before he goes up on stage. I'm like, Respect. Yeah, well, it's the kind of comic where you could sit and watch for a two-hour show yeah. easily. And you'll be, oh, dude, and the best part about him, I mean, he's a drinker. 
Oh, is he? He go, he go. <laughs> no, 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 no. But he, you, like you said, two hours. You can see the soberness. Oh yeah. So by the end of the show, he's just like, and well, no offense to him, he's a partier. People take shots with them. They send him shots on stage. That's his thing. It's like Bert Kreischer move. Yeah, but he, his is, it, it's with, no, uh, with shirt on. I love seeing alcohol, like somebody they got, they know the Stanhope, same guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like where you have you have your drink. They know they're drinking. Regiment, they know by the end of the show, the show is fucking over. Like, there's no encores. There, nope. This is all I had, and you got it all. Yeah, there's no, there's, there's nothing left in it. No, I love it. But um, check out X on all his uh, platforms. Check them all. Yeah, MySpace, we don't smoke the same. MySpace. Grindr. Yeah, a lot of a lot on Grinder, Tender. Yeah, go check them out. Thanks for watching, everybody, and um, we'll see you soon um, on the streets. Let's do it. Thanks for coming of course, by, my boy. Thank you. Cool. That's good. That was fun. Yeah, man. We would like to see most of the human race killed off.